Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. So I have something that I want to share with you guys tonight, and I actually wanted to do this tonight so that it would give you guys an opportunity that if you would like to uh, do it as well, that you would have time to do it before the first of the year. So that's why we're going through this tonight, okay? So what I am going to share with you guys tonight um, is a 30-day commitment, okay? And... um, you know, sometimes we can feel stuck, right? So I have a question for you. Are you further down the road tonight, December, what is it, the 22nd? Um, are you in a different place tonight than you were December 22nd, 2021? Um, and if so, in how many areas of your life, okay? Because we all started 2022, I'm sure, with, you know, our New Year's resolutions, you know, we were going to save the world and lose 100 pounds and all that happy stuff, right? And did we save the world? No. Did we lose 100 pounds? No. Here we are, another year has passed, and we're right where we were in 2021, okay? So why is that, okay? And I really gave a lot of thought to that. Why? Why am I stuck? I am the reason I am stuck. I can't blame anybody else. It's me. And why is that? It's because I have not done what is necessary to become unstuck. Okay? All right. I think that when we make our New Year's resolutions... I think that we look at it as a mountain. I'm going to lose 100 pounds this year. I am going to write a book. I am going to do my first musical recording. I am going to be a professional musician. I am going to, you fill in the blank, whatever your heart's desires are, right? The things that you want to accomplish, all right? Those are mountains, Think about it. I'm going to be a professional musician. I know zero about music. I can't read a musical note to save my life. I know nothing. You could show me a guitar and I couldn't even tell you what's what. But by the end of the year, I will be a professional musician. Well, that's kind of really being unreasonable. And my expectation of my own self, I am setting myself up before I even start for failure because I have these high expectations of what I am to accomplish, okay? So again, I gave a lot of thought to this and I thought, okay, but there's got to be a way to break the cycle. And how do we break a cycle? We change what we're doing, but we will always get the same results if we continue to do the same thing every day, right? It's like those, what are those little things that get on those little wheels and they just keep running, 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 getting nowhere? Well, that's what we're doing. We're spinning our wheels because we've set our expectations way too high. So 
How about this? And I just want to share this with you because this is what I am going to do this year and change this up a little bit. Instead of saying a 12-month commitment and I'm going to lose 100 pounds by the end of the year, I will be a professional musician by the end of the year. No. Let's take it one month at a time, okay? One month at a time. And we're going to break down our goals so that they are attainable and we won't feel like a failure because we didn't accomplish what we set out to do. We're going to do it in baby steps, okay? So let me just share a couple scriptures with you before I get into this tonight. So Isaiah 43 uh, verses 18 and 19 says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the old things. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Remember not the former things. We're moving on. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Okay? So let's put our past in the past. Don't look at what you didn't do. Don't, don't do that because then you're focusing on the negative and you're viewing your own self as a failure. None of us are failures. God doesn't make failures. We just made poor choices. So again, perspective is everything. Don't, don't say I failed or don't say, no you're, no, you're not a failure. Nobody's a failure, okay? We are human, all of us. We all make mistakes. We all could do better. We all have the ability to make choices to do better, but nobody's a failure. So don't, don't even speak that over your life, okay? And then in Philippians 4.13, it says, I can do all things. We all believe the word of God to be truth, right? God's word does not lie. It says all things. I can do, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In my, myself, in my own flesh, I'm weak. I can't do anything by myself. But with the help of God, I can, you 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 can, and you can do all things that you set your mind to, okay? Why? Through Christ, not in our own selves. We're weak. We're human. We, we you know, make poor choices, but with God's help and strength, we can do all things, okay? Then Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. That's a promise. He's going to strengthen you. He's going to keep you. We just have to have the desire and the want to, to do it. Okay? All right, so... What I would propose to you tonight is that I just made some examples, okay? But individually, what I would like for you guys to do is between now 
and December 31st. Is there 31 days in December? Yeah. Okay. Now, oh yeah, duh, New Year's Eve. Hello, whatever. Okay. Um, so between now and New Year's Eve, make yourself three lists. Okay. One is going to be spiritual goals. Okay. One is going to be financial goals. And the other one is going to be personal slash physical goals. Okay. So we have our personal and physical as one set of goals. We have spiritual goals as a whole nother set. And then we have financial goals as a whole nother set. Then I want you to list 12 on each page. Okay. So I have all three of my pages on each page. I want you to list 12 spiritual goals on your spiritual sheet, list 12 spiritual goals that you want or have for your own self, not for your family. This is not for your family. This is you. It's about getting us right. It's about making us better individually. Okay. So we can't give account for what anybody else does. I can only speak and do for myself. Okay. So I'm going to list 12 spiritual goals that I have for the year. Now, let me just give you an idea of some that I wrote down that might help you with yours, okay? And again, I have more than 12 on here, but I'm just giving you examples. So uh, maybe one would be to pray every day. If you're not praying now, make it a goal. I'm going to pray every day. And maybe you even want to define that down to how much you want to pray every day. You don't want to just say, okay, I'm going to pray every day, and then one day it's grace, amen, dive in, and there's my prayer. No. If you're not used to praying every day, why don't you just say, you know what, I'm going to commit, it's a 30-day commitment, to praying 15 minutes a day. Well, only 15 minutes? You should be praying an hour. Uh, no, not if I'm not praying at all. I mean, something is better than nothing. But remember, that's your communion with God. That's your conversation with God. Man, you better be talking to him every single day. He better know your name. He better know your voice. Because when you call on him in your hour of need, honey, you better believe I want to make sure he knows my voice. It's not like somebody's calling out to me right now. I'm not quite sure who that is. Oh, no, I know who that is. That's what you want. You want your heavenly father to recognize your voice, okay? Uh, maybe another idea is that you want to attend every service for the next 30 days. That means I'm going to be here on Thursday night. I'm going to be here on Sunday morning for the next 30 days. We're doing 30-day increments. I'm going somewhere with this, and you'll find out in a minute. But, okay, read your Bible. You're going to read your Bible every day and be specific. What are you committing to? Are you committing to reading one verse? Are you committing to reading one chapter? Okay. Bless the widows and the fatherless for a month for 30 days. What do I mean by that? Invest in them. So people that you know that are widows or fatherless, um, bring them a meal. Invite them out to dinner. Drop flowers off at their house. Buy them a new pair of shoes. Buy them a new outfit. Whatever. 
that's the ones that God tells us that we need to bless is the fatherless and the widows. And I do think that the widowers are part of that as well. And I want to tell you guys, all of you who came the other night to the Christmas sing-along at the old folks' home, that was ministry. That was doing what God wanted us to do because we were blessing the widows and the widowers that were there, okay? All right, another one is fasting. The Bible says this kind comes not out but by prayer and fasting. So you're praying for something, but it's not happening. You need to add fasting to it because the prayer you're praying is one of those this kinds that needs fasting added to it. So fasting is a good practice to have even when you don't have a this kind, we should fast and pray. That's what the Bible tells us to do, fast and pray. Not just pray, not just fast. It says fast and pray. So we need to do that. So what are you going to commit to for yourself for that particular month on fasting? You might fast all day for a whole day. You might fast till lunchtime. You might fast till dinner time. But again, if it, like for me, I don't eat breakfast, okay? So for me to say, well, I'm going to fast breakfast, well, that's not fasting. Come on. You know what I'm saying? But now tell me that I can't have dinner and all my snacks after dinner. Well, then now, okay, now that's fasting for me, okay? So again, you know and God knows. Come on, like, hello. All right, so maybe if you haven't received the uh, gift of the Holy Ghost, maybe that's something that you want this year. God, I want you to fill me with the Holy Ghost because that's extra power that I need in my life. And it's my salvation, that's the only way I'm going to heaven is if I'm full of the Holy Ghost. So again, maybe receiving the Holy Ghost is on your list. Or how about attending Sunday morning prayer meeting? We have prayer meeting every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock from 9 to 9.30. You know what? I'm going to commit. I'm going to be there on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock for prayer. Okay? Again, these are all things that are building our spiritual man. Okay? Maybe if you haven't been baptized yet in the name of Jesus, maybe you're going to consider that. You know what? I'm going to get baptized this year. I want to be baptized in Jesus' name, okay? Maybe it could be uh, returning your tithes, okay? So we know that that's biblical. It's scriptural. We want God to bless our finances. So we're going to return to God. And you notice I said not give. I said return because those aren't even ours to keep they belong to God. So I'm going to give my, I'm, I mean, I'm going to return my tithes to God and I'm going to give my offering because we give our offering. The Bible doesn't say how much to give with your offering, but it does say that with your tithing, you should give 10% of your income. And with your giving of your um, offering, it doesn't say an amount, but you know what? The Bible says that we rob God with our tithe and offering. So you know what that tells me? I can't just give tithe and not give offering. I'm robbing God. So I'm not going to do that. So, But again, with your offering, you can give your offering whatever amount you choose to give, okay? And then another one for spiritual is serving others. So what can I do to be a blessing to somebody else? So somebody's sick, somebody's struggling, whatever, what can I do? Well, somebody's sick, maybe I can bring them a meal, okay? Um, maybe I could send them a note of encouragement if I know that they're going through a rough time, all right? So just serving others in ways that you know that you can. 
How about worship and praise? You know, a lot of people are actually embarrassed and shy when it comes to worship and praise. And it's like, oh, I don't want nobody to look at me or I, I don't want anybody staring at me. But you know what? I'll just tell you that's nothing but the trick of the enemy because in truth, nobody's watching you. Nobody's looking at you. Everybody's in, you know, worshiping God on their own. When I am here in church, I'm not looking at other people. In fact, there's many times that I don't even know who's here and we'll get home and I'll say, oh, I didn't see so-and-so. And Randy will go, oh, they were there. But you know why? Because do you know that I don't normally look out during service at the audience? And you know why I don't? Because I don't ever want anybody to think that I'm looking at them worshiping. No, I got I got to take care of my own self. I got to worship God for myself. I can't be worried about what anybody else is doing. But again, let's maybe that's something you want to put on your list is this year I want to work on uh, worshiping God more and praising God more. Okay. How about sharing the gospel? with others, telling others about Jesus, sharing your experience, sharing your testimony, um, showing the fruit of the spirit. Maybe you have a hard time with showing the fruit of the spirit. Maybe you're quick to anger. Well, you know what? I got to work on that. So for this month, I'm going to really focus on not being angry and not showing anger. Okay. Uh, maybe it could be loving your neighbor as yourself, doing something kind for your neighbor, okay? So again, I could go on and on and on, but again, individually, and you're going to think of things that I didn't even list here, okay? But again, it's individual, what you, how you want to grow your spiritual man, okay? All right, and then let's go over to our financial goals, okay? So now we're going to make 12 financial goals for the year. Okay, so maybe it's create a budget and stick to it. Okay, and if you're married, you should work on your budget together as a couple because you need to be in agreement on that because you don't want like um, one of you is a big spender and one of you's not. And then it's like, well, I did this budget and we can save money, you know, yeah, but I want a new car. Oh, great. Okay, well, there goes the budget, right? So you know what I'm saying? So you need to work together as a couple if you're married, okay? Uh, maybe another financial goal is you want to pay off debt this year. And maybe you want to even be more specific that, you know, I have this Visa card, I have a Macy's card or whatever. And so my goal is to pay off that debt, okay? Uh, another financial goal could be to build the savings, okay? Or save for a home, a car. Uh, maybe cook at home so you're not spending money going out to eat because we know it is expensive. And I will tell you, groceries are so expensive right now that sometimes you even scratch your head and go, well, would it be cheaper just to go out to eat? Maybe. But it's still cheaper to eat at home, okay? How about having a no-spend month? What is a no-spend month? A no-spend month, so for 30 days, I'm going to have a no-spend month. That means I will not purchase anything that is not a necessity, okay? That means no Starbucks because it's not a necessity. I can make coffee at home, okay? <laughs> 
all right? So a no spend is, oh, but I just was, I was just passing through Macy's and I saw these wonderful shoes that I've had my eye on and they're on clearance for $10. There is no way I'm walking out that door without those shoes. It's a no spend month. And guess what? If you really need them and they're really for you, they'll be there after the month is over. But I will tell you, there's been times that I thought I really needed something. And you know what's the weirdest thing? After I got it, I didn't even know why I wanted it to begin with. So sometimes we're just spending money and not even really thinking about it, okay? So doing a no-spend month. Uh, and then maybe make meals from your pantry and your freezer so you're not going out and buying more stuff that is going to go out of date. And then you're going to end up throwing it away. And I am guilty. Okay, just so you all know, I, I mean, come on. I am guilty of all this. And that's why I'm bringing it to you that together, uh, you know, but individually. But these are things that we need to really think about and work on, okay? Say for retirement. Retirement, you know, hopefully will come for you. And you're going to need money for that. So, and then another thing that is very, 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 very important is to have an emergency fund. Everybody should have a six-month emergency fund. What is that? That means that, God forbid, you lose your job because of health or accident or something you are unable to work and have an income. How are you going to make your house payment? How are you going to pay your rent? How are you going to put gas in your car? How are you going to make your car payment? How are you going to buy groceries, okay? So what you need to do is take your mortgage or your rent, write it down. Average how much you spend in groceries. Average how much you spend in gas. Average your car insurance. Car registration. Car payment all the things that are necessities because then if you save that amount of money and then multiply it times six and that's how much you need in an emergency fund and that should be in a totally separate savings account that isn't touched, okay? That is your six month for in case of emergency. So you're not going, oh no, I lost my job and oh, we were living paycheck to paycheck and now I am broke and I don't know, I, I guess we're going to end up on the street. No, there's no need to end up on the street if you plan ahead. And that might mean just putting a little bit extra each pay period until you reach that level, that amount of money that you need in that six month emergency fund. Maybe you want to save for a vacation because you don't want to create extra debt, but you know what, I really want to go to Hawaii. Well, you know what, create a Hawaii fund and start putting money in that so that you can go debt-free. You have money to pay for your airline ticket, your entertainment, your food, your transportation, everything. It's doable. Um, another good goal might be to balance your checkbook. A lot of people you'd be surprised don't really know what they have in their bank account. You know why? They don't balance it. They just know, okay, I got paid, okay, ATM, debit, ATM, debit, ATM, debit, oh, this is an automatic payment, but do you really know down to the penny how much money you have in your account? I know. I, I can pull my checkbook out right now and tell you exactly to the penny how much money we have in our account because I am 
very, very, um, what do you call it? Anyway, it's important to me to know exactly where we are. That's how you don't bounce checks. That's how you don't overspend. And again, at the first of the month, I'm going through taking out for all the things that I need, and then I know exactly where we are, okay? So financial goals. And you're, again, whatever yours are, list 12 that are most important. There could be 25 things that you want to work on, but for this next year, just list 12 that are important. All right, personal physical goals. Okay, I'm speeding. I'm trying to hurry up. Okay, uh, how about exercise? We all need to exercise. Let's, let's break it down. I will exercise 30 minutes a day for 30 days. And that could be in any form. However, whether you want to walk, whether you want to run, uh, if you have bad knees, don't run. Uh, but if you want to walk or you want to lift weights, um, whatever, ride a bike, whatever you want to do. But I will commit to doing some form of exercise for 30 minutes every day. Now, don't, again, you haven't been exercising. So don't go out there and say, you know, I'm going to run 50 miles today. Well, no, you won't. Come on, you're going to be sitting down probably before you even get to a quarter of a mile. So don't set expectations for yourself that you can't reach, okay? And if you're going to work and you're a morning person and you're like, you know what, I'm going to commit to exercise three days a week. I'm not even saying to exercise every day. Again, don't, don't go, you know, 100 miles an hour out of the starting gate because you'll fall flat on your face. Okay, I'm just telling you, you will. And I don't want you to do that. So be reasonable. Be set goals that are attainable because it's kind of the snowball effect when you see I'm committing to only three days a week of exercise. I'm going to exercise in the morning before work or whatever. Set out your exercise clothes. Set out your tennis shoes. Set out your socks you're going to put on. Set out your gym bag, whatever it is, so that it's not like, oh, I'm so tired and I have to go find my clothes. And no, I'm prepared. I'm setting myself up for success. But I'm only committing to three days a week and I'm only going to do it for 15 minutes. That's fine. It doesn't have to be 30. Something is better than nothing. In all these cases we're talking about, Something is better than nothing, all right? Another personal physical goal might be no soda for a month. I love Pepsi, and not Diet Pepsi, I like Pepsi. There's nothing better to me than a good glass of Pepsi. So maybe I do a no soda month, that for one month, 30 days, I will not drink one soda, okay? Do you realize that if I don't drink soda for one month, that's going to be very beneficial to my well-being and health? All that sugar, I didn't even realize till one of the guys at work one day told me, he goes, do you realize how much sugar is in there? And I forgot, he told me how many teaspoons. I go, no way. And he goes, yeah, it's too many. Let me just tell you, I forgot what he said. But I couldn't believe there was that many teaspoons of sugar in a can of Pepsi. But anyway, okay, uh, maybe drink 64 ounces of water well, there's no way, I hate water, that I can drink 64 ounces every day. But you know what? Maybe I'm going to strive to just do three days a week and try to get that water in, okay? Uh, no fried foods for a month. No fast food. No sugar. Measure your food portions. Read self-help books. Listen to podcasts. 
um, learn a new instrument. Again, whatever those things are for you. Maybe it's a relationship that we need to build or work on, or maybe we need to let go. Why are we holding on to bad relationships that are affecting our lives? It's like, no, once you realize it's not going to happen, it ain't good for me, let it go. And again, I'm saying that as though it's easy. I know it's not easy. When you invest in anything, it's hard. But sometimes doors are closed in our lives for a reason. And the Bible says God will not withhold any good thing from us. So you know what that tells me? If it's for me, it's for me. And if it's not for me, I don't want it. Okay? All right. Maybe it's clean out and organized. Do you have a bunch of junk? Do you have closets that look like mine in my hallway that was a catch-all? And I don't know, I have gift wrap in there. I have probably out-of-date hairspray and deodorant because I bought extra stuff and all the things. And it's just kind of been, let's put it there. Clean it out. Organize. And it's amazing how free you feel when you get rid of the clutter. But we just get stuff and hang on to it. Randy has so many tools, it's not even funny, and he's got probably 15 of each thing. But he loves and enjoys his tools, right? And I have a bunch of stuff, little knickknacks, junk that, you know, he's probably like, why does she have all that junk? Well, it's the same thing. I'm just holding on to it. Does it really serve a purpose? No. You know where it is? It's in the garage in a box. So I'm not even enjoying it. So it's not like it's out here and I'm seeing it and enjoying it. So why do I have it? But it's like, oh, I don't really want to let go of it. I don't really want to give it away. But those are things that we can work on, okay? Maybe no social media for 30 days, all right? So there's just different things. So your physical and personal goals, make them what is best for you, okay? So with that being said, I said 12, right, on each list. So then what you want to do, I have 12 in no particular order. So for the month of January, I'm going to go through my three lists, and I'm going to pick one goal off of each list. And that's all I'm going to focus on for the month of January. I'm not going to say, oh, I got to lose 100 pounds. No. You know what? I'm just going to, and I'm not telling you this, I'm just giving you an example because I don't know yet what I'm going to do. <laughs> but I will not drink soda for the month of January. So for 30 days. And it, again, it's 30 days. And you know what? You can do it because our minds are very powerful. Whether you know it or not, your mind is a very, very powerful thing. So if you tell yourself, because see, I could drink Pepsi every day, but if I tell myself it's only 30 days, and guess what? On the 1st of February, I could go get a 12-pack of Pepsi and drink the whole thing if I want to. <laughs> so there's something about telling yourself this isn't forever. It's not like I'm saying I'm going to go the whole year and never have a soda. Well, I'm setting myself up for failure because I'm going to be disappointed that I didn't keep my commitment to myself. No, baby steps. Let's just set it in things that are attainable. So then what I did, if you'll notice, I'm a very visual person, and so I make lists and I have colors and all the things. 
you'll see I have these three different, right? So the financial, spiritual, personal, physical. All right, then when I go to my planner, I have highlighted spiritual, financial, physical, and then for the, this is my January calendar, and I have what I chose out of my 12 that I'm going to focus on for January. And then in my financial, I chose one out of my 12, in no certain order, that I'm going to focus on in January, and then the same with the personal physical. Then you'll see as we go through the days, I checked off, and again, this is just an example, but you'll see some days you'll see all three colors. That means I hit a home run that day because I did everything that I had set out to do. Um, then you'll see some days some colors are missing. Well, maybe I had not committed to do anything on that day, so it's still okay. Or maybe I didn't do it. But be honest with yourself because you're only cheating your own self. Nobody else, right? So then at the end of the month, I can look at this and say, okay, Elaine, how did you do? Okay, well, it looks like I did pretty good. Uh, I fell off the wagon a couple times in the month, I can see. Um, but again, not going to cry over spilled milk. Now we're going to go into the month of February, okay? And then you're going to do the same thing. You're going to choose another one out of your three categories and just focus on it for 30 days. And I am telling you, I already know what will happen. Because you got in practice in the month of January, even though maybe you weren't perfect, none of us are, only Jesus, but when I get into the month of February, I can have soda now if I choose to. But you know what? It's already up here. And I've gone 30 days without it. And I'm going to think long and hard before I have it in February. And I may. I may say, you know what? I do. I really want it. And I may have it. But then it's like, nope, I'm going to just stick to the water. You know? But what I'm telling you is these small baby steps will become embedded in your mind of directing you to a better lifestyle and overall good health, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual health, financial health, and freedom that you're going to end up changing your ways. And I can guarantee you that if you do this, that by December 22nd, 2023, you will be able to look back at your list that you created and you will see that you've made accomplishments because you did baby steps to reach those goals versus just saying, oh, this is just too much. And then you just, you know, give up and say, forget it. I'm not going to do it. Okay. So let's just focus on baby steps, 30 day commitments. And then I think that we're going to be more successful in our goals. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. And Romans 8, 28 says, And we know that all things, 
all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And when I read that scripture, I was thinking all things. I know that it's talking about everything that happens to us in our lives works together for good. But I guarantee you it also applies here because all these positive steps you take will work together for good in your life, okay? And Luke um, 13, I'm sorry, 1827 says, and he said, the things which are impossible with men are possible with God. And whenever you start something like this, it's so important to pray. And I specifically, when I pray, ask God to help me with specific things that I know I need, okay? So month of January, no soda. You know what I pray for myself? God, help me have the willpower and the determination and the want to to not drink Pepsi or soda or whatever, okay? Um, help me not to desire or to allow my will to, you know, I'm not supposed to be eating sugar right now. So God help me, okay? Because you know what? He'll help you if you ask him. We just don't ask. We just think, oh, I got to do this all by myself. Oh, no, honey, this is a journey. And he's on this journey with us. He cares about your life. He cares about the things that concern you. He cares about what you care about. So what's important to you is really important to him. And he will help us if we ask him. Okay? And then just a couple um, last thoughts, and then I'll, I'll let you guys go. I feel like I've been talking for forever. But I just wanted to make sure that I got everything covered here. So um, let's see. Uh, I already went over that. Okay. Now listen to this, you guys. We often think productivity means to work. It doesn't. Productivity means to make intentional choices toward a goal. The choice could be to pause. The goal could be to replenish. Productivity could even mean to rest. So only you know where you are and only you know what you need. And you know what this 12-month journey you might have just hit January hard, you hit February hard, you hit it out of the park, you every day you hit every goal. Come March, you might feel like, you know, I think I just need a little break. Okay, okay, take a break, it's okay, rest. But then pick up the ball and Let's run in April because it's time to make a change. And again, baby steps every day, you're going to reach your goals. And it's not too much. It's not overwhelming. It's not frustrating because I set these crazy expectations for myself that I didn't keep. So let's just say focused, okay? Stay focused. Some succeed because they are destined to but most succeed because they are determined to. And that's the bottom line. Are you determined to make a change? Are you determined to succeed in your personal, physical, financial, 
and spiritual life. And if you're determined, you will do it in Jesus' name. I love you guys. Let's all stand. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.